0: Lev! Lev! to a new episode of live evil pod we are back guys gals and pals some years back yes i've been grinding a lot of uh, adc with the new patch that's dropping adc is fun again at least for me it is so welcome back we are starting and kicking off the new season because summer split is around the corner i figured this would be a great time to catch us all up what has been happening and um what our schedule might be look like we'll do a bit of a schedule breakdown and um, you know the off season is been a little bit of a lull side, but you know Lil- evil geniuses has not been away from the news and a lot of that has not exactly been greatly positive news um so let's do a bit of a recap before we jump right on it and uh, introducing. Some of the things that we can, uh, the, the roster, right? Introducing the new roster that we'll likely see for the summer split. Um, talk all the way back in the middle of the offseason. We get this random tweet from Evil Geniuses telling us that, you know, oh, our result at spring is unacceptable. We dedicate to Strive and bring you a competitive more competitive, uh, you know, striving for championship type of level. I'm paraphrasing here, but uh, championship kind of performance. So expect some changes to our roster. It was already confusing at that point because I thought the roster was competitive. The roster was uh, about to meet its goals. Uh, We fell short due to a lot of issues. COVID, synergy, just not uh, having the best of uh, each player So that tweet left everyone confused, and then boom, they blew up the whole roster. It became known that they're just pinching pennies at this point and uh, overhauling the whole roster, only retaining Jojo Pyun. So the roster, the rumored roster, one more time will be Revenge at the top to replace someday Armao, Armeo, whoever you want to call him, uh, jungler will be replacing Inspired. Jojo Pion will be Jojo Pun. Unforgiven replaces FBI, and Ala replaces Vulcan. So at every single one of these replacement, it did not, in my opinion, uh, fulfill that thought of being competitive for summer. This is just what we have to deal with. Now, we weren't the only team that had to deal with budget cuts and roster changes, but we certainly were... Uh, all the most changes that can happen for a team. So we're gonna expect some pretty, pretty tough like you know, synergy problems and uh just needing to rebuild together. Uh one good news, at least for me that I think is good news, is that we promoted Razvan, who was uh brought in earlier during the spring as a top lane position coach, uh, to the head of Competitive Coaching Development. And now he will be the head coach of the LCS team going into the summer after we let go of Hex Defender and uh, former head coach Freeze from the 100 Thieves. Uh, Let's take a moment and and talk about where everyone else has gone to before I jump in and dive in to talk a little bit about our roster. First of all, uh, someday he found his home back in 100 Thieves i thought it was already kind of sad uh, that he might not have a place to go but doing so kind of really pushed um you know pushed tenacity away from the professional scene which you know if you track the whole his whole journey i think this is very unfortunate now he was one of the guys that uh we wanted at the early of the season and then i was also considering that maybe we can nab him uh since he would be uh, let go, anyways. But um, I think the rumor has been pointing to revenge, and sooner or later, I expect the official uh, announcement to be made that revenge will be our top laner. These are, by all means, still rumored. Uh, but yeah, inspired is teamless. This is a crime. This is this is terrible, and and it doesn't look like he'll have a team going into the LEC or the LCS summer split starting um travesty man this is a mvp caliber in jungle and people are not willing to open up their wallet i'm already sad that eg let him go but you know for other teams nobody else recognizes or wanting to make that room to add him that's just it's just terrible um awful uh talk about you know bot lane uh, adc unforgiven replaces fbi fbi finds his way to immortals dude even FBI, who I think was not one of the better of the five from the former EG, found a team, and Inspire did not. This is craziness talking. Absolute, absolute craziness and travesty. And then Vulcan and Ayla actually swap places. Vulcan will be going to FlyQuest, which will actually make that team a much more exciting to watch. Not going to lie. Might have a little bit of following for that because I think that's an international team in a making, international for worlds or even for worlds, and Vulcan could be that missing piece. And now uh, there won't be any issues of FlyQuest not starting with their full uh, roster going into the season. We can only expect good things coming from that team. But uh, we get Ayla, who did left most people feeling down on his performance. Um, I, you know, I still remember when he played for. Team Liquid uh, in replacement of Core JJ when they had that whole visa issue between Han Sama and just not getting him there so they can't have two imports. Now, that really, really uh, showed up well. I thought Ayla was strong, but then coming into this past split, we really saw a bad Ayla, and that's going to be who we signed, which is really weird because I think we had better options out there. All right, um, let's break down the team and what my expectation is of each of these players. Uh, Revenge has not really impressed most people. Most people probably can't even fit him into the top five in the LCS in top lane. Now, his play style is very particular. He is a carry top laner, and at times he may be playing a tank, but I don't think that's his comfort nor is his strength. He might be like a poor, 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 poor man's version of Bin from, uh, you know, from Billy Billy Gaming of the LPL China. Uh, most people are familiar with Bin because he's made himself known in the international stage at MSI that just concluded and uh, where he really uh, was well known for his carry style, play style, like, you know, the Akalis, playing the Jacks, playing a... a um. Camille, maybe then he made a hard turn to learn tanks after he they lost their um, you know finale at China and showed a variety and showed a lot of growth at MSI and a lot of good things happened for them and I know it's kind of blasphemous to kind of compare revenge to Bin um, revenge has been even in his carry role not necessarily a top tier player now that does not mean that he's bad per se i think uh in this team it may mesh well with what they want to do if they want to go aggressive but it, this is a top laner who is not going to play the weak side he's going to try to win his lane in every single game and mixing up with that is our i'm mm-hmm. not excited about him he did come through the academy, but even in the academy, no one was particularly impressed. Now, he has some stage experience already. He substituted for Santorin, uh, I think, either a year ago or so, when Santorin uh, needed the rest, uh, recuperation. He was okay. He was average. He's not a jungler that will initiate. He was not a jungler that will uh, push your lane for the advantage. He just there to make sure you don't lose. He may not lose you the game. Now, so that 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 gives you a limited cap of upside and a whole lot of downside here. And uh that is my last memory of Armeo and you know, formerly known also as Greg when he played for TSM, the same type of player, in my opinion, that you don't get excited about. He's not gonna be the game changer. And this is a major, major hole left if we compare Armeo to inspired because Inspire knows how to farm, knows how to push and gank for the advantage, knows what to do, and is a shot caller. I don't see that from Armiel. I'm not trying to disrespect him. I mean, by the Lord, he I, he's great. He's a professional player. He has played in LCS stage. But out of all the junglers that you get to pick, even from the challenger level, Armiel would not be one that I wouldn't be uh, wanting. And it's it's sad. it's sad, I I don't have anything positive about this. Uh, will he mix with JoJo Puen? Well, JoJo, you're you're on your own again. Uh, not again, but this time you're truly alone. Whereas before you had the JoJo spot inspired combo where you know JoJo can accidentally overstab or play out of position, and inspired can cover up that weakness. Um. Now there's no safety net. There's, none. There's just none. The, the jungle mid-synergy, forget about it. I don't expect any great things from this combo. They can only surprise me, though. Um, maybe they come up with their own unique way of uh, playing around one another. But by all means, Jojo, you are the winning condition. And I hope you've learned your lesson from Spring that you cannot take games off and expect to be okay. I think you put it on a great face by saying, "Oh, uh, regular season doesn't matter. We can turn it on in the playoffs. That all that matters is getting that win and just, you know, using each game as a, uh, a, a practice point or a limit testing. You can You don't have that margin of error anymore for summer. You are working yourself with a completely new team. This is your first time." Uh, that you will have a different jungler in your career that you're not familiar with, and I hope I hope there's growth there. I I, I do think that JoJo Pyun will continue to have an amazing career. Uh, sophomore slump, this is probably it. And uh, third year, I'm I'm excited to see where he, this goes for him, regardless of where he ends up. And I still hope it is in the uh, Evil Geniuses. Under the Evil Geniuses brand. Unforgiven. Hmm. Now, by comparison, Unforgiven played formerly for, um, let me make sure I get this right. He played for at the LEC last year for uh, Matt Lyons. Yeah. Uh, he replaced Carsey. He was definitely not bad. Uh, even had one of the most damages of for the team uh, in the whole League for half a split, I would think, uh, and and really made people think that okay, they don't probably don't need Karzi uh, to have success, and so that is the same Unforgiven that is now finding its way to the LCS. He was in the Hundred Thieves Challenger uh, team. Potentially talk about replacing double lift if double lift doesn't uh, you know come back to form. Never happened. Um surprised we were able to nab him. He's definitely wouldn't, wouldn't be my idea of someone who's going to be cost effective. But look, we got a veteran. He did well in the LEC. By all accounts, I heard he did well in the challenger scene. That, you know, people are saying, like, this is uh, not his level because he's played at a higher level and he showed that in the uh, challenger scene. So this potentially is a side grade, you know, FBI was a top four, top three ADC in spring split. Uh, I don't know if you agree or disagree with that. I'm open to have that the conversation, but he's definitely more on the upper tier FBI. Now you're bringing in a forgiven. I think um, in, at this point, a, I would say maybe you have a similar upside, but also a similar downside. So that's why I'm giving it a side grade. For this one, with a tiny bit of optimism that you know he is uh, less mistake prone, but that's that's really hard to count on. Then Ayla, nobody will be uh, excited about Ayla. I think he's worth giving another shot. I didn't probably didn't think Evil Geniuses would be the place to give him another shot, uh, but at the least, you know. It gives him a chance to prove himself again to show that what he showed us in twenty twenty two. This it'll be a spicy story storyline for us to watch every time we play against FlyQuest, and uh, because not only is there a beef between Ala and Vulcan, now they swap teams, and uh, man, I, I am not looking forward to that. Uh but that that's our roster in a nutshell. How they'll come together. They're going to be a different style. This is, by all accounts, an early team. I I think each of their strength is to don't lose lane, don't fall behind. That is the only way we have a shot at winning. And we got to overcome teams who play well in the late games. And I'm talking C9, we're talking FlyQuest, we're talking um, even 100 Thieves. Those teams play really well uh, the the longer the game goes, and if you look at our spring statistics, Evil Geniuses was one of those late f- game team fighting type of team before. That was the strength of that those five. This these five, by you, my, uh, God, um, just they have to they have to win early. There, there there's just no. Way to, to fall behind and, and come back from that. So, um, you know, the official roster will probably drop on May 30th. That's what Evil Geniuses tweeted out. They made a cringy type of tweet. Um, let me see if I, if I can find it. Uh, stating, you know... Uh, what was that tweet they put out there? It was... Absolutely horrific. Uh we heard y'all feeling a little emo about what happened to our LCS roster. Hear the story in a new EG file on May 30th. And yeah, Vulcan replied to it. <laughs> Not really. It totally, totally just you know, making making this uh shot at us. Whew. Um yeah. So May 30th, I will be uh, retweeting that out of the social media meet- our socials on Twitter at Pod, and be on the lookout for other things that we're trying to do this summer, uh, trying to do a little bit more YouTube, maybe do some live shows on, um, you know, Twitch at times, posting some things, being trying to be active on Reddit. I know Reddit is kind of dead, dead <laughs> for us. Uh, but also join us on the Discord. Um, you know, Discord is our, our place where the hardcore, long time fans again they, they don't condone whatever has happened with the corporate on the corporate level, but they are still the fans of this team and will root for the players. So find us on there. I will be there, um, giving my thought every time we go into a game or a post game. Yeah, just to uh, review the LCS with us all. Now, let us then turn to our summer schedule and what does that look like? What are the what is it going to be for us? Will we make worlds? Ha. Ah. so I'll tell you this straight up. I don't think we are the worst team in the LCS. I also think we're we have the capacity to make top five. And that is even that saying that is kind of uh, feeling a little bit aspirational, but I have hope. I have hope. So we'll start kicking off the season kicks off June 1st, which will be, you know, a couple of days from this recording. So uh, give it a listen, download, share with friends, tell people to join in, join in the, 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 there's plenty of room right now on the evil geniuses um, truck. We don't have a bandwagon. We have a truck. Week one, we are kicking off against NRG. They they finally completed their takeover of the CLG brand. And this is an opponent that will also be adjusting not only um, their their brand, the new staff, but they will be bringing in new um, players for a couple of them. They'll still have Dokla Top, Contracts at Jungle, Hala, Fox, and Mid. And they have... Oh, it's NRG that took an FBI? No way. Oh, okay. My bad. I thought it was Immortals for some reason. I guess they still have tactical... Okay. FBI. So, FBI revenge game. And then... You know, I don't know what this team is up to, but they got rid of Luger and Poom. They're two of their better players uh, who carried them. Uh, But they have FBI and Ignar, which, you know, by all accounts, everyone feels like Ignar is a downgrade from Poom. This is a winnable game, uh, I think. Uh, At the very least, I feel like our strength is probably matched uh, very well. Dokla is a better version of revenge. I'll give him that. Uh, I like contracts, but he is a... Up and down type of player. If he is bla- bad, he plays really bad. And then uh, Palafox, Jojo Pyon, I give the edge to Jojo Pyon. And then FBI Ignar. That bot combo, you know what? I'll, I'll probably give it to them. This, will I chalk this up to a loss? Uh, probably. Okay, let's say just we lose this one. Already a terrible start to the season. Then we get to f- face Golden Guardian in the same week. To conclude week one and Golden Guardians win. I, they played extremely well. They impressed me during MSI. They they are us in the 2022 version. They are exciting. They are, you know, just uh, coming out of nowhere with swag and just uh, a very strong team. So 0-2. Oh That's how we're starting our season, boys. 0-2. Oh then we come back week two. Our first opponent is Dignitas. Uh, Dignitas make a minor change to their roster as well. They have their top lane now, Rich from Korea. Uh, still have Centaur and Jensen. They got rid of uh Spawn, I think, and bring in Tomo from Challenger, and they got uh they traded away Ignar and bring in Diamond from the Challenger scene as well. Now they D- Dignitas was already not fantastic, and now they bring in some challenger players give give it i'll give it to them tomo tomo is fun good diamond has been in the lcs forever i think we can take this game one and two that's that's weak and that's where we kick off then we get to face 100 thieves who now has some day back, closer? They are still looking to see if mid quid is still possible. Some people say this visa is resolved, some others say he might still be waiting for it. In any case, if it's quid, double lift, and then Busio at the bot, uh, I think 100 Thieves should win this game, but let's say quid didn't get his visa. We might sneak another win. Two and two. All right. After second week, we are 500 record. Um, Then week three, we get to face off against Fly. We get a Vulcan revenge game, right? We already have three revenge games at this point. We have FBI revenge game. We have a someday revenge game. Now we get the Vulcan revenge game. This is going horribly for us. Uh, Fly win. No questions asked. They're going to stomp us. Vulcan's going to get his, um, you know, fun with Ayla, And then he's going to ratio us. He's going to just have fun. I think he is well-deserved. Then week three concludes with our matchup against Team Liquid. We'll see what this Team Liquid looks like. It'll give us plenty of film to see how they fare in week one and week two. They definitely underperformed with the roster that they have. And this time, they now have this uh, holding the same roster from spring, but with a different coach. They kind of put all the blame on the coach. Um, So a loss. We're still 500. No, sorry. We're not 500 where are two and four now two and four week four, we get to face a TSM who decided to gut their team despite their surprising performance in spring, uh, top, they got rid of solo and bring in Hanser back who is a very oldie from a long, long time ago. Uh, and Hanser's back from the challenger. They still have boogie, um, who they signed from, uh, Latin America, I believe, uh, Insanity, Phoenix, Ruby, they have three mids signed just in case Ruby doesn't come through, I guess, with his visa issue. So we have Phoenix or Insanity. Uh, Phoenix supposedly supposed to be a coach, but uh, you know, he might be an emergency sub. Then we have Wild Turtle and Chime. Chime, I like everything else. I'm not sure about this TSM team. This is a possible win for us. All right, three and four. Three and four. All right, possible. Then we get to face against Immortals. Now, Immortals was a team that I w- had a lot of um, hope for coming into the summer. I think they ended spring strongly, even though they couldn't uh, quite make much of their their momentum. Had they kept their same team, I think that would have given me a more uh, confidence to say that they beat us. So the team right now is Solo, Kenvi, Bolulu, Tactical, and Treats. Treats is back again in the LCS after another stint in the LEC. Man gets no respect. He he please he's such a good player but he gets no respect. Uh this is a 50-50 toss up. Uh let's be optimistic. Let's say we take this game. Okay, after week 4 we're back at 500, 4 and 4 record. Possible. At worst, you know, 3 and 5, then we still have to wrap up our super week and week 4 against C9. That's a loss. Yeah, you can't argue that. That's a loss. That they stomp us. They, they they beat us. That's a loss. So we are four and five. Optimistically speaking. Then week five rolls around. We get to face Dignitas. Mm, maybe they get better. Are they going to make some changes? How did their season fare? I don't know. Let's, you know, five and five. All right, five and five. 100 Thieves this time, I think, um, depending on the Way our team grows, I, I think there is a possibility we might stand toe-to-toe with 100 Thieves. But let, at this point in the season, though, I'm also thinking quit is probably back. 100 Thieves would re-round out. Double Lift is playing really well, and, you know, they don't have a rookie at top. And so, you know, a loss. So we are 5-6. and six. Is that is that our record? Uh, I lost count. Let's see. 0-2, 5 6 Okay, 5-6. Mm-hmm. Then we come week six against NRG. Uh, I think they'll come together. Better than they have a better upside. Contracts was playing well. You know, 5 and 7. Golden Guardians is our next opponent to round out week 6, 5 and 8. It's looking very dire at this point. Week 7 kicks off with FlyQuest and then ends with C9. So that's two losses. So what are we looking at? 5 and 10. Immortals, we can probably take a win. 6 and 10. Mm, Team Liquid, chalked up a loss. 6-11. TSM to kind of end the super week. 7-11 7-11 is that good enough to sneak us into playoffs? i think it's a lower bracket by all means um and that's my most realistic projection for where we're going to end up this split if we somehow lose the games that we're not supposed to lose we we are in danger of not even making playoffs that's where we're sitting at with this roster. That is my belief. And if you agree, please let me know why you agree. If you disagree, please let me know why you disagree. It's long shot for us to make Worlds for sure. And so um, I'll continue to be rooting for this team. Absolutely. I think um, what I'll also say is this team will not be the same team going into 2024 i think um they probably need to really look deep within there and dig deep in their pockets to make sure that they don't um they don't uh, allow this team to continue to go down because we have good momentum let's bring some challenger players in and uh, homegrown i believe in kelsey moser I'm gonna root for Razvan to have success as first years as his coach. I think, you know, even ending with that, um, even ending with that record of seven and eleven, I think is still a quite a remarkable success uh, for Raz. And let's then uh, take a little moment to talk about VCT because that's something I've been following, and <laughs> they are channeling our 2022 LCS uh, energy, in which. You know, nobody gave us a chance. We snuck into playoffs. Uh, we actually beat both C9 and NRG uh, on in and, and continue to move into the winners bracket. Uh, of course, we fell against Loud Gaming in the winners bracket. So, at this point, I think we're playing in the losers bracket um, uh, for the chance to get back into the finale against Loud again. And we're playing against. Uh, I believe who are playing against. The game is ongoing, by the way. Um, <clears throat> it's not looking pretty so far, but I still have hope. As long as the games have there, but uh, Valorant, I, f- I don't know how to watch it. I think, um, if you want to learn Valorant or any of our shooters, uh, head into Bleed Blue Podcasts hosted by Fusion, um. I'll put that in the show note as well, to where you can uh, find his show on uh, YouTube and Spotify. Um, oh, we are playing against NRG, and it's looking pretty pretty. Oh, we took map one though. Um, looking pretty dire for map two, but you know the five boys that's that's playing for our Val team: uh, Ethan, Jagmo, uh, Bustio, and uh, Calm. and of course. Demon1, who we required, acquired in mid-season, has been a phenomenal player, and everyone has been uh, very highly complimentary of this player. And so this team just defied expectation and uh, you know shouldn't even be this far into the playoffs uh, or even the season. Uh, and But they earned their place to play and the international at, at Tokyo, VCT Tokyo, I think. That's where the... Ma- uh, I think the Masters Championship was played. I honestly, it's cool to watch. I thought I would hate watching FPS uh, or follow FPS live, but uh, Valorant has been pretty sick, and I don't know. It, it, it's tempting for me to kind of uh, try my hands at this uh, at this game, but I, I know I have boomer hands, and so I probably stick to League of Legends. But Hey, tune in, ask Fusion about, you know, how do I watch uh, VCT or CSGO? I think that's uh, the main sport that he really tracks is our EG uh, CSGO team. Um, And I hope to maybe bring him on as a guest uh, to help us talk a little bit about shooters and our EG team. He knows the history. He's been following the team. He's very, very uh, passionate about uh, evil geniuses in this esports. And, um, you know, give him a listen. and continue to root for our boys. Oh, 12 3. I think this might be dire. Might be giving up map two. Uh, Hopefully, we'll take map three. Anyways, I uh, hope you all enjoy the show. Continue to tune in. We will be doing a review uh, every week. That's my hope, that's my aim. And um, if you have any, want to jump in, join the, the uh, podcast, talk about your thoughts, you know, hit me up at liveevilpot on twitter uh evilgeniusespot at yahoo.com if you want to shoot me an email please uh rate review the show um, download that will help our statistics and just let people know where they can learn more about evil geniuses lcs um, happenings so until next time folks live evil